0: Welcome to Let's Listen, a podcast that lets you experience the greatest video game stories of all time. My name is Sam Hillestad, and this is episode 8. Previously on Let's Listen, the group finally got to Savannah, and after narrowly escaping a horde of walkers thanks to Chuck, who sacrificed himself to save the group, they finally arrived at the waterfront, only to find it completely deserted. Any boats that remained were unsalvageable. They were taken by surprise and by a scavenger named Molly, who nearly killed them if Clem hadn't shown up just in time. Instead, Molly used her impressive parkour skills to rescue them after they'd attracted some walkers, but Lee was separated from the group in the process. After winding his way through some zombie-infested sewers, He discovered an underground morgue occupied by a cancer support group who'd been exiled from a mysterious place called Crawford. The leader of the cancer survivors, a doctor named Vernon, agrees to come with Lee to help Omid who is in dire condition from an infected leg wound. When he gets there, he finds Clem's gone missing though, and after searching the manor up and down to no avail, Lee eventually finds her in a shed outside where Clem has found a boat, and that's where we pick up. This is episode eight of Let's Listen. Lee opens the door to the shed, and his jaw nearly drops. It's a boat? Clem found a boat. It's a motorboat, small, but looks like it's in perfect condition. Holy shit. Swear. And then out comes Kenny, still carrying his bottle of whiskey, confused as to what the noise was, but then he sees it. He drops the bottle and a huge grin falls across his face. For once, they got lucky. Back inside the mansion, we see Lee pacing, walking back and forth, clearly anxious. Kenny is back in the shed, checking everything out, making sure that it's really in as perfect condition
1: as it seems.
0: Most of the group is in the living room, awaiting Kenny's prognosis, and then Vernon joins them.
2: Omeed's doing okay? As well as can be expected under the circumstances. I did what I could for him. Cleaned out the wound... He's got a real infection. Running a fever. Without antibiotics, I...
3: Will you quit pacing? You're making everyone nervous. Why are you even still here? Hey, if your friend really can get that boat working, you're taking me with you as payment for saving your asses. I figure that's fair enough, don't you?
4: Krista doesn't
0: look convinced, but everyone quiets down. Well, Because Kenny walks in.
5: You want the good news or the bad news?
1: Of course there is bad news. They couldn't be that lucky. Let's get the bad news out of the way first.
5: Bad news is she's not taking us anywhere the shape she's in right now. Gas tank's empty and the battery's dead.
4: So what's the good news?
5: That's it. That's all she needs. Some gas and a battery. Other than that, she's good to go.
4: Well, how are we supposed to get that stuff?
0: Lee figures that maybe they could
5: go out and scavenge for it.
0: We
1: should go back out on the street, see what we can find.
0: But that's not gonna Molly work. disagrees. Crawford
3: took everything and brought it inside their walls. They siphoned every gas tank, stripped every battery. There's nothing left out there. You saw that for yourselves.
2: She's right.
4: Well, what about this Crawford place? Sounds like they'd have everything we need. Maybe we should try there.
0: And just the idea scares Vernon. Now hold on a minute.
4: Surely we have to try? If there are people left in this city who are still alive, who still have supplies, what harm can it do to ask?
2: Trust me, you don't know these people. I do. You showing up with a wounded man? Might as well put a noose around his neck. He looks at Clem. They don't exactly welcome children with open arms either.
3: What the hell kind of a place are we talking about here? The worst kind? But I don't see what other choice we have.
2: And
5: just how exactly do you figure we do this?
1: Of course, Kenny has his doubts.
5: Because from what I've heard, that place ain't exactly friendly to outsiders.
1: There's got to be some way we can sneak in there undetected.
2: There might actually be a way. I know the sewer system that runs beneath Crawford like the back of my hand. Y'all wouldn't happen to have a map by any chance.
0: As luck would have it.
2: Yeah, actually.
0: We do. So Lee pulls it out from his back pocket and spreads it out on the table.
2: I think I could lead us through so we could pass under the perimeter and right into the center where they keep their supplies. We come up right underneath them, take them by surprise, grab what we need, and get out before they even
3: knew what hit them. That's actually not the worst idea I've ever heard. I mean, it's close, but I don't know. Maybe it could work.
2: I've thought about it before, just never had the people to do it. But I think if we all work together, we could pull it off. And what do you want in return for all this help you're giving us? Crawford doesn't just have what you need for your boat. They're also well stocked with medical supplies. Medicine that my people could use, just as yours could.
4: We can do this. We have to.
2: So. It's decided then? We're going to Crawford? We can do
1: this. I know it.
5: Hell yeah, we can. Are we seriously talking about this?
6: I mean, what about the risk?
5: I don't know about you, kid, but I'd rather take a chance on doing something than just sitting around here waiting to die. That boat out there is an answered prayer. Just gotta push a little bit farther. Are you in or out?
0: Ben looks down and can't bring himself to respond.
2: We should go tonight. Under cover of dark. I'll go let my people know. Give you all a chance to prepare. I'll be back before midnight. Be careful. That's how I'm still alive.
0: And with that, Vernon takes his leave. But then... I told
1: you to stay in your
0: room. Lee sees Clem. How long have you been there? Who's been hiding in the stairwell.
7: Is it going to be dangerous?
1: Is what going to be dangerous?
0: She's been listening the whole time. Crawford. Clem looks really scared about this idea of this Crawford out there, but Lee has to be honest. I
1: can't lie to you, Clem. Yeah, it's gonna be dangerous, but it's the only way to get the things we need to make Omi better and get the boat working. That's why we have to do this. Do you understand?
0: It looks like she does understand, which means she's also terrified.
7: I don't want anyone else to die.
0: And there have been a lot, and Lee knows that, but he also knows they need to do this.
1: Neither do I, Clem, but... Sometimes we have to take that kind of risk.
7: Clem
0: closes her eyes and takes a deep breath, and then she stands up.
7: I guess I should go get ready.
1: Oh, uh, say
0: what now?
7: You said you'd need all of us to do this, and you said I'm a big help, remember?
0: Lee is clearly not okay with this.
7: Molly said Crawford is the only place left in Savannah that still has people. That means it must be where my mom and dad are, right?
0: Lee doesn't respond to that part, because it's neither here nor there. He's still thinking about the idea of bringing her with him.
1: Where I'm going, it's just too dangerous. For children especially.
7: You said I'm supposed to always stay close to you.
1: She's right. He did say that.
7: Can't I come with you?
0: She looks at Lee with pleading eyes, clearly desperate to stay with him. And here Lee has a truly consequential decision to make. He can stand firm and make her stay, or he can let her come with. And Lee decides that at the end of the day, he needs Clem by his side.
1: Okay, you can come, but you have to promise to stay quiet and do exactly what you're told the whole time we're there.
7: Okay, I'm gonna go get ready.
0: She runs off upstairs, excited to be able to help. Lee looks uncertain, but he has to live with his decision. When we see them next, the entire group has gathered outside the mansion and in front of the shed. The doors to the shed are open, and we can see Kenny rummaging around inside. And then Krista walks out, loads her pistol, and she's clearly ready to go. And then Kenny comes out, too, with a big toolbox.
5: Check out what I found in the garage. Hatchet, hacksaw, some other tools. Might come in handy on this little break-in.
0: Lee looks impressed. Nice.
5: Can I talk to you a minute?
0: And then Kenny pulls Lee aside. What's up?
5: I took another look at the boat. She's a 30-footer. So? So, we're gonna have a capacity problem. Boat that size ain't gonna hold more than five people. Even with one of them a kid.
1: Me, you, Clem, Krista, Omi, Ben,
5: Molly. Assuming everyone makes it back alive, that's still one too many. Even if we cut Molly loose. Before this is over, we're gonna have to make a decision.
1: You're not serious.
5: Look, I'm just saying, if we want the best chance of...
0: But before he can finish, he's cut off by Vernon, who comes back. And with him is a woman who no one's seen before.
5: Who
2: the hell is this? This is Bree. She can help us. We
0: recognize her from the underground bunker, though.
2: Help us how? I
4: was a student at the school where Crawford keeps their supplies. I know the layout.
2: With her help, we're in and out faster. Anyone have a problem with that? I guess not.
3: Then what are we waiting for? Let's get moving.
0: Bree is middle-aged with long, straight brown hair. She has a sweet, round face and a heart-shaped locket around her neck. Hold up, just a sec. Before they go, Lee you wants to talk to Clem. Ready.
2: Whoa, hold on a minute. But Vernon, you're not taking her with. Doesn't like that. Did you not hear anything I said about the kind of place Crawford is? If
3: you take her in there and they find her,
2: this isn't up for debate, Vernon. Decisions
1: made. Molly chimes for what in. what
3: it's worth, I don't think it's a great idea either.
1: She's coming. Deal
5: with it. You heard the man. Let's move out.
0: Lee isn't having any of it, though. And so the group, Clem included, set off for Crawford. The screen goes black, and we don't see it, but Vernon leads the entire group through this complex labyrinth of the sewer system, right up under Crawford. And when we see them next, we see Vernon standing in front of a ladder.
2: This should be it. We're right underneath the center of Crawford. The old school should be directly above us.
1: Okay, people. This is it. Remember the plan. We stay quiet, we stay hidden, and we stay together. We find what we need, and we get the hell out before anyone even knows we're there. Got it?
0: The group nods in unison, and then Lee looks at Clem. And that part
1: about staying close, that goes double for you.
0: And she nods too, still looking a little scared, but clearly ready to go. So Lee goes first, he climbs up the ladder, one rung at a time, until he gets to the top. And he lifts the manhole cover, and Lee peeks his head out, looking all around, making sure the coast is clear. Let's go. And he doesn't see anyone, so he leads the group up, and toward a nearby wall where they take cover. Vernon
5: whispers. Where
2: is everybody? There should be guards patrolling.
5: What? Are you disappointed? It's just strange, is all. I think
1: I see one over there by the door.
0: And she's right. There's one guard, but with his back turned.
1: Okay. Me and Kenny will sneak up, try to take him out quiet. The rest of you wait for our signal, then follow us over. Everybody got it? Okay, Kenny, let's do this quiet. No shooting unless there's no other choice. Right behind you.
0: Kenny has a rifle at the ready, just in case. But plan A is for Lee to take him out using a small hatchet that he's carrying. They move in unison, silent. Lee gets right behind the guard, but then... What the fuck? He turns around and, that is not human. Lee dispatches him quickly with a hatchet, but it wasn't entirely silent. They start to hear noises from all around.
1: What the fuck is a walker doing inside here?
0: they start coming from all directions.
1: Get inside, fast!
0: It's not the Crawford guards everyone was scared about, it's much, much worse. They all rush into a nearby building and they slam the door behind them. And as luck would have it, it's the school they were trying to get to anyway. When we see them next, the group is rushing up a stairwell. And then at the top of the stairs, they burst into a hallway, And they shut the door behind them. Fuck! Fuck! But... Do you think they saw us? The door is glass, and there's no lock or anything.
1: Your guess is as good as mine.
0: It certainly seemed like they'd been spotted, but Lee decides to be optimistic. But even so, Krista starts freaking out.
3: What the hell happened here? I thought this place was supposed to be secure! What always happens, I guess. In the end, the dead always win. Oh
6: man, we are so screwed! No, this is good.
0: Vernon speaks up, and if anything, he's looking relieved.
1: Vernon's right. We can deal with walkers easier than our guards. And
5: Kenny's on the same page, too. I agree. So long as we don't let him box us in, we can still do this. The plan hasn't changed.
6: The plan hasn't changed? Every time walkers show up, the plan changes. Do you even have any idea how many of them are out there? No. You want to do a head
4: count? Or do you want to get what we need and get the hell out of here?
0: Ben doesn't have a response. So, Bree speaks up.
4: Come on, I think
0: I know which way to head. She's the one who used to be a student here, so theoretically knows the way around. I got a bad feeling about this. That doesn't exactly assuage Ben's fears, though. In fact, it seems like they're all being a bit optimistic. They walk past another door that's been boarded up. It's boarded up with just plywood and has a big red X on it. And there are, obviously, sounds coming from it.
3: Just keep moving.
0: Molly doesn't want them to linger, so they keep following Bree, who seems to know where she's going. Here. And she leads them to a classroom. Lee goes first again. He opens the door very slightly, pokes his head in.
1: Looks okay. Everybody in.
0: And waves the rest of the group in. So they file into this classroom. Inside, it has all the trappings of a typical elementary school classroom, maybe 1st or 2nd grade. It has cubbies, finger paints drawings on the walls, motivational posters. But the walls are also full of tactical maps and the chalkboard has guard rotations on it, and in the back there's a room that says armory on it. Lee tries the door. Figures. But of course it's locked. Kenny stops and looks at the guard rotations and duties drawn on the chalkboard.
5: Looks like they were using this room as some kind of command center.
0: And it definitely looks that way, but what next?
3: Okay, so now what? Where do we start looking?
0: That's exactly Molly's question, too. And the group looks kind of at a loss, but then they look toward Bree, who's the one who's supposed to know what to do next here. Here. And she zeroes in on one map in particular. It looks like the map of the school... Just give me a sec. As well as the surrounding area. She's concentrating intensely, and no one wants to break that concentration, but they also really need to find that battery and that gas.
2: Any idea where we could find a battery?
0: Vernon answers instead of Bree.
2: Maybe at the auto shop. There used to be one in the alley outside the fire escape
0: Bree nods Yep,
4: it's called Herman's, you can't miss it
0: And she points to it on the map, it's not far from where they are
2: Where
1: can we find some fuel for the boat?
0: Bree points to another spot on the map
4: There's a maintenance shed across from the playground here If they were storing fuel, that's probably where it'll be
0: Krista looks frustrated though What about the medicine? She wants that medicine for Omid
3: Right here, nurse's station They were using it as a medical facility
0: Krista gets suspicious at that though How
3: do you know that?
0: And all of a sudden, Molly looks pretty cagey.
3: Just makes sense, doesn't it?
0: She gets all
5: stiff and looks away. Okay, I'll make the run to the maintenance shed for the fuel.
6: It'll be faster if I go with you. I can take you right to it. I'll come too.
5: No, two people's enough. You stay here, see if you can use any of those tools we brought to get that armory door open. We might need to shoot our way out of here.
4: I'll go for the medicine.
2: I'll
1: come with you. I know what to take. Okay. Guess that leaves me to go find us a battery.
3: I'll go with you. Watch your back.
1: Okay, we've got a plan. Everyone be careful. Stay close to one another. We'll all meet back here. Good luck.
0: And so they have a plan. Bree and Kenny are getting fuel, Krista and Vernon are going for the medicine, and Lee and Molly are taking the battery. They start going their separate ways, but the plan left out Clem.
7: What about me? What can I do?
1: She looks eager to help. I need you to stay here with Ben and watch over our command center. I'm putting you in charge of it, okay?
0: But Clem looks a little deflated at that idea.
1: You're leaving me with Ben? I'm not leaving you with Ben. I'm leaving him with you. Understand? She feels a lot better about that, though.
7: Oh, okay. She
0: smiles and puffs her chest out.
1: Back before you know it.
0: And with that, Lee takes off to meet Molly in the hallway. When he gets there, though, Molly is nowhere to be seen. What we do see, though, is a big banner that says Principles of Crawford. Lee goes for a closer look, and the principles of Crawford are as follows All illnesses and medical conditions must be disclosed to the council. Children under 14 are not admitted without authorization. Anyone asked to leave Crawford cannot return under any circumstances theft or looting within the district will not be tolerated and waste not make the most of
1: your rations
0: next to the banner is a photo of a man and it says Crawford leader
1: must be the guy who ran this place looks like he figured himself as some kind of supreme leader
0: at the bottom underlined and in big bold letters it says keeping you safe Lee rounds the corner and finally sees Molly. The
3: alleyway to the auto shop's down here. You coming or not?
0: As Lee walks down the hallway, it becomes increasingly grim. There are giant blood smears across the lockers and shell casings
1: on the ground. they already been fired. They're worthless.
0: There's one locker in particular that catches Lee's eye. It has a bloody handprint on it.
1: Can't open it without the combination.
0: But it's locked. As Lee walks through the hallways, he sees more and more of those banners about the principles of Crawford, and more and more of those photos of that supreme leader. They're plastered all over the place. Lee realizes that he's been sort of dragging his feet, though, and he still doesn't know where Molly is. She just took off. Lee sees a door that says Exit on it, though. This must be
1: the door to the alleyway where the auto shop is. But where the hell is Molly?
0: Lee goes out and onto a fire escape, but there's still no sign of Molly. Molly, you out here? He climbs down the stairs to the bottom of the alley.
1: Guess I'm not going that way.
0: One way is blocked, though, by this metal fence, so he turns and goes the other way. As he's walking down the alley, he can't see or hear anything else, but we, the audience, see a silhouette flash in front of the camera. Something or someone is behind us. Lee has no idea, though. He makes his way to a fence and climbs over it, and in the alley, he finds a garage door to the auto shop. He tries lifting it.
1: Damn,
0: it's jammed tight. But there's no way he can do it by himself or without some sort of tool. So Lee doesn't really have any options left. He keeps going down the alley, but that side is blocked too. And not just by a fence.
1: Better not get too close.
0: There are three or four walkers on the other side, but they don't see or hear Lee. So he goes back the way he came, but then out of nowhere a body falls from the roof Leave him And Molly jumps down
4: He's mine
0: The body is that of a walker it's decomposing but Molly seems to know it What
4: him. were you doing
1: up there?
0: She doesn't listen to Lee at all though she goes straight for the body and she starts kicking it over and over and over again and then she takes out the ice pick Molly The corpse is a bloody mess now. It used to be someone who's wearing scrubs or something, but now- Calm
1: the fuck down! What's wrong
0: with you? She beat it to a pulp.
3: What's the matter? Never seen someone kill a geek before?
1: Not like that.
0: She hit it in the head one more time for good measure.
1: He's wearing medical scrubs. Some kind of scientist or doctor, maybe?
3: Yeah, well, he ain't shit now.
0: Finally able to breathe, Molly wipes some blood off of her face.
3: Did you find us a way in?
1: Yeah, but the garage door's jammed. Can't raise it.
0: Lee tries again to demonstrate that it won't budge. But Molly might have a solution.
3: Not a problem. Look what I found.
0: She has exactly what they need. Oh yeah, that'll work. A tool with a hand crank that they can jam under the door to lift it up. But just then, the zombies from the other side of the fence have noticed them. They start trying to get their way through the fence. It's a chain-link fence, and it's pretty weak, so it looks like they'll get in at any moment, really. And just like that, it falls, and the zombies are headed right their way. Lee sticks the tool under the door and starts working the crank, trying to get it open as fast as he can. Once he gets it high enough, the two of them duck under and into this garage. But just as they do, we see... The zombie from before, the one with the scrubs, the one that Molly was beating the shit out of. It moves. Just a little, and just for a moment. But it definitely moved.
3: Take a look around. I'll make sure no stragglers get under this door.
0: Luckily, it looks like the walkers didn't see them slip through the door, so Lee is safe to explore the garage. There's a car up on a hydraulic pump that was being worked on, In a big semi-truck in the middle of the room. Lee approaches the semi-truck and opens the hood, looking to see if maybe there's a battery in there, but...
1: Well, I can see where the battery should be, but it's not.
3: Perfect.
0: So Lee goes over to the other car to see if maybe there's a battery in there, but it's still up on that hydraulic pump.
1: I can't reach it up there.
0: So Lee goes to see if he can lower it, but... No power. Of course. But maybe there's another way.
1: Looks like it's the hose for the lift hydraulics.
0: It's useless for now without power, but Lee gets an idea, so he goes back over to talk to Molly.
3: Something you need? What was
1: all that about back there?
3: He came at me up on that rooftop, tried to take a bite out of me, so I took care of business. What, you got a problem with me killing geeks?
1: No, it just seemed like you went to town on him a little more than you needed to.
3: Hey, you never really know when those things are all the way dead. I was just making sure. Look, you want to get this battery or not, time's wasting.
0: Lee agrees, so it's time to put his plan into motion.
1: Think I can borrow that uh, hook thing of yours?
3: I don't know. Hilda and I have been through a lot together. Hilda? That's what I call her. Don't judge.
1: Please, can I borrow Hilda? I'll take good care of her. She won't get a scratch. She
0: looks reticent, but she hands him the ice pick anyway.
3: I got your promise now. Not a scratch.
0: Lee nods but then gets to work enacting this plan. He takes the ice pick and goes back to where that hydraulic pump was and he cuts the hose. It starts leaking hydraulic fluids. And it works. The car starts lowering. I did it. Slowly at first, but then what? it comes crashing down.
3: That's probably not good. No shit.
0: Obviously, the zombies notice.
3: I'll try to hold- there's
1: the battery. Finally, something goes right.
0: He tosses the ice pick back to Molly and gets to work on the battery. to the terminals. He rushes to get the battery loose as the zombies start crawling under the garage door. He gets one of the terminals unscrewed. It's off. And gets to work on the other one. And then... Got that one off. With that one off, he's able to take the battery out. Got it.
3: Yeah, but he's still got a problem here. <clears throat> Put it in here. I'll carry it.
0: He puts the battery in her backpack.
3: Okay, follow me. Molly
0: climbs on top of the semi-truck in no time. She makes it look easy. Move
3: your ass! It's
0: obviously harder for Lee, not as athletic, and he doesn't have the ice pick, but he's able to clamber up on top of the semi-truck. But now the zombies are all the way through the garage door and they're surrounded.
2: Great, now what?
0: Underneath them, it's nothing but zombies. But above, they might be able to get their way out.
1: It's shot. Shoot
3: it out.
0: So Lee takes out his pistol and takes aim. Molly uses her ice pick and climbs out on her own. But Lee needs help, she leans down and offers her hand. Lee grabs it and she pulls him up to safety. They're on the roof of the garage now, and at first glance it looks like there's nowhere else to go.
1: Okay, so now we're on the roof
3: you ever stop complaining? Come on.
0: Molly looks at a building across an alleyway. She takes a running start and makes the jump easily using her ice pick.
3: Come on what are you chicken? Jump.
0: Lee doesn't look so confident though. It's a huge gap and the building is higher than where he is now. I don't know man. But he has no other choice so he takes a running start and again Molly grabs him by the hand and pulls him up. And that building just happens to be the school where they're trying to get back to. They find a big hole in the roof that leads down to one of the hallways. Lee looks down. Lee jumps down first, and he waves for Molly to
1: follow. Come on.
3: Later. Something I gotta do first. What? Catch you later.
1: Wait, you still got the battery.
3: Yeah, I think I'll hold on to it. Make sure you don't leave without me. See you back in class,
1: Molly. And she disappears. Damn it! What the hell is she doing?
0: Leaving Lee once again alone. It's quiet and eerie. But then Lee turns the corner and sees Kenny and Bree, who need his help. Little help here, desperately. They're at the door to the hallway, trying to hold back a horde of zombies. So Lee goes in to help but one of the zombies' head is stopping them from closing it. So Lee takes out his gun and shoots it in the head. Oh Break the door with We're able to jam the doors shut and then look around for something to close them with. Lee finds a hatchet from Kenny's backpack and sticks through the handles. It looks flimsy and sort of precarious.
5: Hold. It well better.
0: Plus the doors are glass, but it's working for now at least. Got the fuel! Then some good news.
5: Let's not start high-fiving each other just yet. Let's get the hell back to the classroom. Just a hand with these fuel cans. They weigh a goddamn ton.
0: They head back to the classroom, hoping those doors will hold. The screen goes black, and when we see them next, they're back in the classroom. Clem runs up, happy to see us.
7: You're back.
5: Yeah, and we made out pretty good, too. Great work, Kenny.
0: Ben is still at the door to the armory.
5: How you doing with that door? Not so good. Here, let me give you a hand.
0: On his way over, Kenny looks at Lee.
5: Did you get
1: that battery yet? Yeah, Molly has it. She should be back here soon.
0: Kenny gets to work on that door, which Ben has been struggling with. Maybe Kenny can have better luck. Leaving Lee free, so he goes over to talk to Clem and see how she's been.
1: You okay, Clem?
0: She's sitting down. Yeah. In one of the classroom desks.
7: This desk is just like the ones we have in my school. I know it's weird, but I kind of miss it.
1: Me too. I used to be a teacher, remember? Tell you what, when we find ourselves a safe place, set up a little classroom. Just you and me.
0: She looks unsure.
7: Will there be homework?
0: Lee shakes his head.
1: No homework.
0: And she has a big grin about that.
7: Where's Molly?
1: She had to go run an errand. She'll be back soon.
7: I hope she's okay.
1: She'll be fine. She's pretty tough.
7: Do you think things will ever be normal again? Just like the way they were before?
0: Lee considers for a second, but decides, as usual, that honesty is best.
1: I don't think so, Clem. I think the best we can hope for is that we'll find a way to survive, to stay together, and to not let this change us. That's what's important.
7: I guess you're right.
0: Next, Lee goes to check in on Ben and Kenny, who are still really struggling to get that door to the armory open.
1: What do we still need? We already got the fuel and the battery. Once we find some medicine, we'll be good to go.
5: So where's this battery you found?
1: Molly has it. She ran off to do something.
5: Well, she'd better bring it back here. I don't know why you trusted that girl with it. We hardly know her.
1: She saved your life, didn't she?
6: (laughs) Yeah, but what has she done for me lately?
0: And with that, Lee walks away, but Ben
1: catches up with him.
6: No, wait. There is something you can help me with. Something that's been on my mind. I could use your opinion. What is it? It's Kenny. Since I've been helping him work on the boat, I've gotten to know him a little better. He's a good guy, you know? And it's eating me up knowing what I know. I've been thinking about telling him the truth. Ben, come on. This again? It's my fault Duck and Kacha got killed. If I hadn't screwed up back at the motor inn, they'd still be alive. How am I supposed to just carry something like that around? I have to tell him.
1: Look, Ben, I really don't have time for this.
6: You don't get it, Lee. What am I supposed to do whenever he talks about Katja and Duck? Just nod and pretend like it wasn't my fault. I can't do it anymore.
1: There'll come a time when he's ready to hear it, but it's not now. Not yet.
0: Ben is clearly still struggling.
6: I hear you. I'm gonna get back to this
0: but he decides to take Lee's word for it and drop the issue for now. And then Lee decides to go check in on the medicine. Krista and Vernon should have been back by now, so he leaves the classroom to maybe see if he can help, see what's happened to them. So Lee is back in the hallway again, and alone yet again, but this time it's not so quiet in the hallway. The zombies are still there behind that glass door that's being held shut with just the handle of a hatchet. Lee sneaks past the door, making sure to be quiet and standing in the shadows. But even then, they see him, and they definitely know that he's there. But somehow that glass door and that little hatchet are still holding.
1: Mom. There?
0: Lee gets to that hole in the ceiling and calls out for Molly. Can't reach it. it's too high up. But of course she's not there, so he keeps going toward the nurse's station. Shit. But he rounds the corner and sees that there's a mob of zombies in front of the door.
1: Kristen Vernon must be
0: trapped in there. Lee ducks behind a desk that's been overturned, and he gets out his gun. Very carefully, he pops up and takes aim. <laughs> He shoots it clean, but the rest turn around and start walking toward him. But Lee is steady. All headshots. Lee has turned into quite the killer. With the path free now, Lee goes over to the nurse's station. He steps in, and the first thing he sees is Krista pointing a gun at him. She sees that it's Lee, though
1: the hell happened
0: and lowers the gun
4: they wandered into the hallway after we got inside I think they must have heard us rooting around in here the whole place is infested they're everywhere
1: calm down I took care of them what about the meds did we find what we need
2: yeah that's our other problem take a look
0: Verdon points at a locked cabinet
2: looks like they were keeping all the prescription meds in that safe locked up tight
0: there's a four digit combination lock on it
2: there's no way we can bust it open? Uh, maybe with enough time, but I don't know how much of that we have. It'd be a hell of a lot quicker if we just knew the four-digit combination.
4: Well, I doubt they just wrote it down and left it here for us to find. We should just try busting it open. We don't have any other choice.
1: Okay, you get started. I'll take a look around, see if I can find anything useful.
0: So Lee starts exploring the nurse's office, and one of the first things he sees is a bulletin board.
1: Just a bunch of papers. No safe combination, though.
0: Of course, it would have been too easy if the safe combination was there. But Lee keeps looking around, and it's fairly small, so it doesn't take him long to find a mysterious cassette tape. It's in one of the desks, so he takes it out and also finds a camcorder in there. Hoping maybe there's a clue in there, he pops the tape in.
1: Vernon, Krista, come look at this.
0: And the first thing we see is a man in scrubs. This
8: is day 82 since the outbreak, 1547. Dr. Logan in consultation with patient Anna Correa.
0: There's a skinny, nervous-looking woman.
4: Why are you recording this?
0: Sitting on a hospital bed.
8: Regulations. Oberson has ordered me to keep records of all medical examinations and consultations. I need you to brace yourself, Anna. The sonogram confirms that you're pregnant.
0: She covers her face in her hands.
8: Oh
3: god, oh god, oh
8: god. As you know, the rules are very clear. The termination is mandatory.
4: You don't have to tell them. Tell them it was just nausea. That you gave me something for it and it went away. This is my problem, not yours.
8: If Oberson finds out that I concealed evidence of a pregnancy, I'm sorry, but these are the rules. I'm going to give you a sedative. It'll make the procedure easier on you.
4: I don't want the procedure! I want my baby! I can't do this! I can't do this!
8: Anna... You don't have a choice. Now, if you like, you can take some time with this, but I need you to come back no later than tomorrow, or I'll have no choice but to inform Oberson myself. I'm sorry.
0: The woman storms off, and the man in scrubs goes over to the medicine cabinet where he's about to put in the combination, but then goes to turn off the tape.
2: Damn it, we almost had it. What the hell kind of place was this? Like Molly said, the worst kind. Lee, maybe there's another tape. We gotta keep looking. I
1: think I recognize that doctor. He was one of the walkers out in the alley by the auto shop.
2: Maybe you should search him, see what he's got on him.
0: So Lee leaves the nurse's station and goes back into the hallway. And there, he has to cross in front of that glass door again. The one held shut by nothing more than a small hatchet holding back a horde of zombies. Lee is very quiet about it, and somehow that door is still holding, so he's able to make his way across and back out to that fire escape. Using that as a vantage point, Lee looks around and finds that luckily the mob that nearly got them earlier in the garage is nowhere to be found. But he does see the man in the scrubs in a nearby alley. His body is a mangled mess, his intestines are falling out, but he's very much still moving. Lee has to jump a fence to get there. But the man is just inching along, so he catches up pretty quick. Unfortunately for Molly, she eviscerated his body, but she never got to the head. So Lee decides to rectify that mistake. Lee searches his body and finds exactly what he's looking for on the inside of his scrubs. It's another tape, along with a slip of paper that says Logan and has some numbers on it.
1: This might be just what we need. And what's this? Looks like some kind of code. But Vernon said the safe combination was only four numbers.
0: But then a walker rounds the corner, not too far from where he
1: is. Shit, time to go.
0: It doesn't see him though, so Lee's able to slip away. The screen goes black, and when we see him next, he's back in the school hallway. And once again, Lee has to walk by those glass doors held closed by a hatchet. As he's walking,
1: Logan. This must have been his locker.
0: Lee finds a locker that says Logan on it, so he decides to try those numbers he found earlier. Inside, he finds yet another tape. So Lee makes his way back to the nurse's station to see if, hopefully, one of those has the safe combination on it. Krista and Vernon are still there waiting for him.
1: I found two more tapes.
2: One of them is dated October 10th. That's the day after the first one we watched.
4: Put it in.
0: Lee slips the tape into the camcorder, and the three of them huddle around it. On the screen, we see the same two people from before, the man in the scrubs, and the pregnant woman.
8: Have you made a decision?
4: I thought you said I didn't have a choice.
8: Well, technically you do. You can terminate the pregnancy, or leave Crawford. Of course, that would be a death sentence for both you and your unborn child.
4: Maybe that's best. I stayed up all last night thinking about this. Why are we even trying to survive? To keep on living, if this is what it takes. If this is what it's turned us into.
8: I don't make the rules, Anna.
4: Doctor, I'm begging you, please help me.
8: Maybe one day when things are different, you can try again. But for now, today, we have to do this.
0: The man in the scrubs goes over to the medicine cabinet and puts the combination in, in clear view of the camera. But then... The pregnant woman grabbed a scalpel from nearby and stabs the man in the side. No. No. She takes his gun... And runs away off screen. The man is bleeding out. And then... He falls to the ground. And crawls over and turns the tape off.
2: I think we know what happened to Crawford. More importantly, we got the combination.
0: Krista walks away, clearly disturbed. And Lee goes over to try to comfort her.
1: Krista, are you alright? What's wrong?
4: It's nothing That was just hard to watch Don't worry about me I'm fine
1: Alright Let's get those meds and get the hell out of here
0: So they go to the medicine cabinet And the combination from the tape works We're in business And they hit the
1: jackpot
2: Antibiotics, morphine We'll take as much of this as we can carry Okay, I think we're good This is more than enough for your people and mine Let's go
1: You know, I found a third tape in the locker outside. Maybe there's something else on
4: there. We got the meds for Omid. That's all I care about.
2: We'll head back to the classroom. Don't take too long, Lee.
0: Lee thinks about following them, but he decides to stay behind to see what's on that third tape. So he goes back to the camcorder and pops it in. And the first thing we see is the man in scrubs zipping his pants up. And then we see Molly.
8: Listen, as fun as this was, I have to put a stop to this little arrangement. This is the last I can give you. Why? Oberson had someone down here yesterday taking inventory. He's really cracking down. I just can't risk it.
3: We had a deal.
8: Yes, we had a deal. We don't anymore.
3: My sister needs this medicine. Without it, she'll die or she'll start showing symptoms and they'll take her away. I can't let that happen.
8: I'm sorry, Molly. I've done all I can, but I have to look out for myself here.
3: Yeah, that's the Crawford way, isn't it?
0: Molly is furious, and she bumps into the man hard as she walks off screen. And then the tape ends.
1: Well, shit.
0: And now we know a bit more about Molly's backstory, which is disturbing, to say the least. But there's nothing left to do in the nurse's station. So Lee leaves to go back to the classroom. And he finds himself in an interesting position now. Left to decide if he wants to broach the subject with Molly later. As he's walking down the hallway, he sees the hole where he last saw Molly.
1: Molly! What the hell is she
0: doing? There's no response, so Lee keeps walking. But then
4: Jesus Christ!
0: She jumps down Are you scared the shit out of, me? of nowhere.
4: Where the fuck have you been?
3: Sightseeing.
0: He sees that she still has her backpack.
1: I'll take that battery now.
3: Oh, yeah, uh, about that.
0: Lee looks at her in disbelief that she would do this betrayal, but...
3: I'm just kidding.
0: She hands it over. Here you go. But as she's doing it, Lee sees she's holding something in her hand. It looks like a photograph.
1: What's that? Nothing. knows
0: she's hiding something and he thinks he knows what so he confronts her
1: you can quit with the act Molly I know you're from Crawford
3: What? who told you that?
1: I saw you on a security tape. Why'd you lie to me?
3: I said there were stories about Crawford. I never said that's how I knew about it. I never lied to you and even if I did so what? I don't owe you anything.
1: You saved my life twice but you can't tell me the truth?
3: Are we really gonna do this now?
1: I guess that's up to you
3: I used to live here with my sister. She was 14 years old. When the dead started walking and Crawford shut itself in, it seemed like a pretty good deal at first. We were safe. We had everything we needed to survive. Then the rules started coming down. No one who couldn't justify their place, or in their keep. No one who required special care. My sister was diabetic, and by Crawford's rules, that made her a liability. Kept it a secret. Kept her safe for as long as I could. But in the end, I couldn't protect her. That's when I got out. Crawford, they always talked about how their system worked. How anything was better than becoming one of them. But I saw what they'd already become. I just wish I could have seen it before it was too late. Before they came and took my sister away.
0: She looks at the photograph in her hand, the one she risked her life to retrieve.
3: This is all I have left of her.
0: Lee doesn't know what to say.
3: I didn't have time to take it before I got out of Crawford. I just wanted it, okay?
1: It's okay, Bobby. I understand. Just pretty.
0: But then... What the hell? The bell again.
1: I think that's our cue to get the hell out of here.
0: And almost immediately, they hear something moving in the hallway. It's just around the corner. They approach cautiously... Molly gets her ice pick ready. Lee has his gun. And then... Oh,
6: Jesus! It's Ben. Sorry, sorry. I just got spooked by those bells. And then I heard someone coming. Kenny and I still can't get the door open to the armory. He sent me out to look for something we can use to bust it open. I found this.
0: He shows us the
1: hatchet. Uh, Ben? Where did you get that?
6: I just found it. It was stuck in the door handle at the end of the hallway back there. Oh, no.
0: The walkers burst through the door and Molly gets into action. She takes out three of them by herself, effortlessly. But then she struggles with one of them. It falls. And Lee looks at his gun.
3: It wasn't me. I'm going, kid.
0: Nice shot. It was Clem. She did it. She looks scared at first, but then gives Lee a smile. The walkers are still coming though, so they rush back to the classroom and they lock the door. What
5: the fuck is going on?
1: They're coming. Oh shit. That ought to hold them. Sir,
5: but now how do we get out? Through the armory. We can just get this damn door open. Come on,
4: damn you!
0: Kenny's throwing his body against it, but to no avail. And then we see Ben.
6: This is my fault! All my fault!
4: The hell's he babbling about?
1: Ben, we talked about this.
4: No, wait. I wanna know what he meant. What do you mean, this is all your fault? Penny,
6: I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, man. Kid, this ain't the best time! Whatever you did, save it for later! Ben, we don't have time for this now. I'm sorry, Lee. I can't do this anymore. He's got a right to know. Know what? It's been me all along putting all of us in danger Katcha and duck it was all me it was all me
0: using the hatchet Kenny finally gets the door open Wait a but then he turns around what
6: are you saying it was me who made the deal with the bandits at the motor inn slipping them supplies I thought maybe I could keep them off our backs when it got discovered that's when they attacked and that's when duck
0: and then Kenny loses it. Lee and Vernon have to struggle to hold him back as he lunges for Ben's throat.
1: Kenny, lay off, Ben. Ben didn't mean for any of this to happen. It was all just to mistake. I don't give a fuck, you
5: little pisshead. You're fucking dead. You hear me? Dad! My wife and child. You got both fucking killed. Finally, Kenny
0: stops trying to fight. Nice
3: group you got here.
5: Not the time, Molly If this asshole thinks he's getting
6: on my boat After what he did He's out of his motherfucking mind you hear me, shitbird? You can stay behind and fucking rot
1: Kenny, we'll sort this out later After we get out of here, okay? Ain't nothing to sort out I just told you
5: the way it's gonna be The boat's not big enough for all of us Somebody's gotta get left behind Might as well be this piece of shit right here
4: Well, I vote we leave him I'm sorry, Ben I know you mean well, but all I want to do is get back to Omi, and you put that at risk.
7: Wait, don't I get a vote?
0: But then Clem perks up, and she wants to have her say. Of course you do.
7: And it's nice. He's my friend. We don't leave friends behind. That's my
4: vote.
0: And that changes Krista's mind.
7: On
4: second thought, I think I'm gonna abstain. Lee?
0: And now it's Lee's turn for the decisive vote.
1: I've seen enough of Crawford to know that becoming like them is the beginning of the end. I vote Ben stays with us.
0: And then Bree wants to chime in, too.
3: What about the rest of us? do we get a
0: The <laughs> walkers bust down the door. One of them bites her in the neck. Another one bites her in the leg. And then another one starts eating her intestines.
4: Now can we go?
1: Damn right. Vernon, come on!
0: She is beyond saving. So they all run off through the armory door, which is finally open. But now they have a new problem. The door won't close behind them. Ah! Ah! Lee tries using his body to hold it shut.
1: So much for the armory. It won't stay
0: closed. What's left of it? And worse yet, there's almost nothing in the armory.
4: A few rounds, that's it. And the
0: walkers start trying to bust through.
5: You didn't close that door behind us? I could. The lock was busted.
0: Lee's holding it closed.
5: Just fucking great. Come on! There's gotta be a way out down here!
0: So they escape down a set of stairs, hoping to find a way out there. They find a door at the bottom, but also a mob of walkers. Fuck. They slam the door shut,
1: gonna hold. Back but
0: that one won't lock either. Kenny finds a shotgun on a dead body. Lee, look. He throws it to Lee, and the rest of them race back upstairs, leaving Lee to hold them off at the bottom. Lee takes aim. And takes one out, but there is an army of them coming for him. So Lee starts backing away toward the stairs slowly, taking them out one at a time as he goes. The bodies are dropping, which slow the rest of the zombies. So he has that at least. He seems to be making quick work of them, but then a step breaks and his leg falls through, dangling there. Lee tries getting it out, but he's really stuck. And the zombies, they keep coming. Lee has to keep taking them out while he struggles to get his leg free. With one last perculean effort, Lee manages to get his leg free, but now the zombies are in front of him. Out of nowhere, the zombies drop. Lee looks ahead and sees that it was Krista that shot them. Now Lee takes his hatchet out and starts going to work. Lee plants the hatchet in its head and throws it off over the edge of the stairs. And he keeps taking them out methodically. Practically on a rampage at this point. There's only one left now, so Lee swings. But it grabs onto his gun hanging off the edge. All Lee has to do though is pull the trigger. With that one out of the way, Lee sprints to the top of the stairs where he finds Clem.
1: It's alright guy. I'm fine. She
0: runs over and gives him a big hug.
1: Any way out
4: of here? There's a window... This leads to the roof. ...that has a ladder.
0: We
2: might be able to find a way down from there. You didn't come into town from the railroad, did you? Then Vernon... Yeah. Why? ...says
0: something mysterious.
2: Never mind. I can see the sewer where we came in from here. I think we can do this. But he drops it. Well, what are we waiting for? Go! Go!
0: Everyone starts climbing down the ladder. Now that we're at the top of this tower, though, we can see what it is. It's a bell floor, and we're standing right next to this enormous bell. It's only Lee and Ben left.
1: Come on, let's go!
0: But it starts ringing right next to them. And then we can see why it's ringing. There's a walker swing from it hanging by its neck. It swings toward us and grabs Ben, holding him by the neck. Lee takes aim with his shotgun. He takes it out, but it pulls Ben down with it. Ben, I've got you! Lee grabs him just in time, and now Ben is left hanging for his life
1: i up! Come on, you can do it! But the
0: walkers are still coming. There's
1: no time! You have to go! Now! Quit fucking around, Ben!
6: Come on! Let go, dammit! Get Clem and the others out of here!
0: Lee! Kenny sees what's happening, and he seems to agree with Ben that Lee should just let him go. Because now the walkers are almost on them, and Ben is starting to slip. Ben looks at him like he should know the right thing to do. Let me go. And now Lee can decide if he gives it one last effort, maybe he could pull Ben up, but he decides to let him go. As Lee climbs down the ladder, he hears Ben's last words. then the screen goes black. When we see them next, they're back in the manor, in the room where Omid
1: is. Krista? Everything okay?
0: Omid! Krista runs up to him where he's laying on the bed, except he's not moving. Krista crouches down next to him. Lee pulls Clem back.
1: Clem,
2: stay back. Don't get any closer.
0: Knowing what would happen if he's actually dead.
2: I never should have left you. I'm so sorry. Krista, get away from him. But then. Mm-mm.
0: Mm-mm. Uh. Omid sits up. Hey. And gives a weak smile. Back already? Krista looks relieved.
4: We got you medicine. Good.
0: Vernon comes over.
4: I feel like I could use some.
0: And gives him some much needed drugs. Then Omid realizes... Where's Ben? ...that someone's missing.
4: He... didn't make it. What happened?
5: Dumb son of a bitch nearly got us all killed. Lee stepped up and did what he had to. That's what happened.
0: Clementine looks shocked and hurt. So she runs away. And Lee looks pissed at Kenny.
1: Nice going, asshole. What's eating you? Yeah, I did what I had to. But I don't expect Clementine to understand that. Hell, I don't want her to understand it. You did the right thing. Trust me,
2: she'll understand. I'm gonna go start work on the boat.
0: And with that, Kenny walks away.
2: Okay, with a little luck, you should start feeling better pretty soon. I'll stay here for a few more hours to check on him. Let me know if you need anything. Thanks, Doc.
4: Yes, thank you so much.
0: Then Vernon shoots a look at Lee
2: maybe now's a good time for you and me to have a little talk in private
0: and so the two of them leave the room they go into the hallway and shut the door behind them lee talks first
2: listen man about what happened to Bree. please save your sympathy for someone who's buying it
0: what lee looks confused and surprised
2: you don't think by now i got you figured you don't strike me as someone who has a lot of consideration for others look at what you did to get me to come here with you in the first place. You expect me to believe you give a shit that it wound up costing her life? Now,
1: just hold on a damn minute. Listen. No,
2: you listen. You got some good people here, and they look to you as their leader. Well, I'm here to tell you the kind of leader you are, they're not gonna make it much longer. And you're kidding yourself if you think putting them all on a boat is gonna solve anything. Now, you may not care about all of those people, but I know you care about that little girl. Which is why I'm going to make you an offer.
0: Lee looks dubious at the sound of that.
2: What kind of an offer?
0: Vernon hesitates for a moment, but then says...
2: I'll take her off your hands. Take her back with me, to my people. We're well supplied, well hidden, and a lot of us have had kids of our own. And now Crawford's fallen, we got nothing left to fear from them. She'll be safe with us. Safer than she will be if she stays with you, I promise you. That's what you want for her, isn't it? To be safe? Lee
1: is fuming. I'm gonna pretend you didn't say any of this and give you a chance to walk away,
2: which you ought to do right now. I know you think you're doing what's best for her, and if you were her real father, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But you're not, are you? Just another one of your lies.
0: And that does it. That
2: little girl's in my
0: care. He slams him against We've the wall. We
2: through more together than you can imagine. And holds him down.
1: Anyone who tries to get between me and her Anyone is gonna wind up dead. You hear
2: me? Take your hands off me.
0: Slowly, Lee lets him go, and Vernon walks off. And once he's gone, Lee sees Clem. She's sitting alone in a room in a small nook in front of some windows, and she's just staring outside, absent mindedly. Lee approaches her, but then sees Molly walk out. She's carrying her backpack.
1: Hey, going somewhere?
0: It looks like she might be leaving.
3: Yeah, I'm about to head out. I I just wanted to say thanks for everything. It's been fun.
0: Lee looks disappointed, but not altogether surprised.
1: So that's it? After all we've been through, you you're just going to leave?
3: Yeah. I figured you don't owe me anything. I got what I wanted in Crawford, and I never did like the water. Where will you go? I don't know. I'll figure it out when I get there.
1: What do you want me to tell the others?
3: Tell them whatever you want. I'm not real big on goodbyes. Tell Clementine she's going to be okay. You've got a good one there. She reminds me of me.
0: She smiles at Lee, and then turns around. Just like that, she's gone. Then we see Clementine again, still sitting in front of her window. Lee approaches her slowly and places a hand on her shoulder. Hey, sweet pea.
7: Kenny's working on the boat. I know. What are we going to do after he fixes it? Where will we go?
0: Lee thinks about it for a moment, but isn't entirely sure how to answer.
1: Someplace else. Someplace better. Clem, honey, what's wrong?
7: What happened to Ben? What did Kenny mean when he said you did what you had to?
1: Clem, you have to believe me. I tried to save him, but Ben didn't want me to.
7: What do you mean?
1: What Ben did was very brave. He knew we were running out of time, and that saving him might put everyone else in danger. So he told me to leave him behind so the rest of us could get away. I know that's difficult to understand.
7: I understand. You do? Yeah, he thought about other people before he thought about himself. My mom always told me that's what makes a good person.
1: Well, she was right.
7: Before we leave tomorrow, will we have time to look for my parents?
0: Lee exhales deeply. He doesn't want to say it, but he has to be honest.
1: I'd like to, Clem, but I don't think we'll have time. We really shouldn't stay here any longer. It's not safe.
0: And then she starts to cry. And Lee freezes. He doesn't know how or even if he can comfort her. So she rolls over and continues to sob. Lee turns around and we think he might be about to leave. But instead he puts his walkie-talkie down and sits down on the couch. If he can't comfort her, at least he can watch over her. The screen goes black. And when we see him next, he's just waking up.
1: (sighs) Clementine?
0: And the first thing he sees is that Clementine is gone.
1: Clementine? And
0: worse, the walkie-talkie is gone too. Lee runs downstairs, but there's nobody there. So he goes outside, where she was the last time she went missing.
1: Clementine! Clementine!
0: He doesn't see her, but he does see her baseball cap. Lee walks over to pick it up, looking utterly distraught. And then he hears the walkie-talkie coming from outside the fence. It's on the ground next to a pile of trash cans. Lee jumps over the fence. He sees it there, lying on the ground, nobody around. So Lee approaches, slowly, cautiously, to pick it up. He gets there, and as he bends down to pick it up, it came out of nowhere. Lee stomps his head in. He looks at the baseball cap, which is on the ground again, and now he sees that it's covered in blood. But that's not all he sees.
1: Oh, no. No. No.
0: A bite mark. No, no. On his forearm.
4: Oh, fuck. Lee, Lee.
0: The rest of the group.
4: You out here? Lee
0: has come looking for him and Clem. And now Lee has a split-second decision. He can show them the bite or hide it.
5: Are you crazy? What are you doing out here? It ain't safe. Lee, where's Clementine? She's not in her room. Vernon ain't in the house either. What the hell is going on?
4: Whose blood is that?
0: He decides It's a to roll a sleeve up. The fucker jumped me from behind.
1: So where's Clementine?
0: And say nothing.
1: Clementine's gone. I found her hat and her radio on the ground out here. That's all I found. There's no chance she just wandered off on her own? No. No way.
5: Then who the hell took her?
1: I don't know. Last night Vernon came to me and offered to take her with him. Said she'd be better off.
5: Son of a bitch. I knew we couldn't trust that
1: fucker. Wherever she is, I have to find her.
0: And now Lee decides that even though he's lying to them, he needs their help.
1: Clint may not have much time. We have a better chance of finding her if we all go together. Who's
4: with me?
0: But Krista shakes her head.
4: Lee, I'm sorry. We can't. It's too risky for us. Krista, come on! I know. But Lee's asking us to put our trust in him. And that's just too hard for me. I hope you understand. I really am sorry. I hope you find her. But you're gonna have to do it without us.
1: I guess you gotta do what you gotta do.
0: And so Lee turns to Kenny. His last and only hope.
5: You've always been there for me, Lee. Always had my back when it mattered. What kind of friend would I be if I wasn't there for you now? You and Clementine are the only family
0: I got left. I'm with you to the end. And you can see it in his
4: eyes.
1: Guess it's just you and me. That he means it. We should go find Vernon, see if he took her. What about the boat?
4: We can take care of it. Get it out on the water.
1: How long do you want us to wait for
5: you? If we're not back by nightfall, we're not coming back at all. Get the boat out onto open water and don't look back.
0: Krista nods. Good luck. And she and Omid walk off. Just the two of them now. Lee and Kenny set off together to find Clementine. The screen fades to black. And when we see them next, they're back at the morgue. Where Vernon and his crew were. They traveled through the sewers to get there. They're in front of the door now. Lee draws his gun and gets ready to bust the door down. Inside, it's completely empty. There is nobody. There is nothing.
1: Where
5: the hell are they?
0: Except for a lot of blood.
5: Looks like they
1: got out of here in a hurry. Vernon, get out here. There doesn't have to be any trouble here. All I want is the girl. Give her back and nobody needs to get hurt.
0: But he's met with nothing but silence. (sighs) And so Lee bends over. He puts his head in his hands. He looks like he might collapse at any moment. When he sees through a small window at the top that there are walkers outside now. Lots of them. And then they hear walkers coming from behind them too. They're in the sewers with them. And just when Lee is in utter despair, all hope seems lost. He hears, Clementine's voice
1: Are you alright? Where are you?
0: Coming from the walkie-talkie
1: Vernon, you son of a bitch
0: But It's not Vernon's voice
1: Who is
2: this? It's nothing
0: Lee's mind races. He doesn't know what to say. There are so many things he could say. He presses the button down. He knows he needs to say something and just as he's getting ready to talk, the screen goes black and we see in white letters to be continued. Thanks for listening to episode eight of Let's Listen. It was a big one. Lee is spitting. Clem is kidnapped and Kenny is helping Lee, but he's destined to find out about the bite sooner or later. They will try to find a way, though, to maybe, just maybe, stop Lee from turning, or at least slow it down long enough for them to save Clem. If you like the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts, that really helps, and Be sure to follow the podcast on social media. I'm at Let's Listen Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I post regular behind-the-scenes content and teasers for the podcast, as well as the occasional dog photo to lighten things up because things are getting heavy. But we are barreling toward the end, the epic conclusion that I am so excited to bring to you soon. Again, my name is Sam, and this has been Episode 8 of Let's Listen. I'll see you next time.